suddenly we go into this space of, yes, I've created all this, but I don't feel worthy of all of this. We recently ran an untapped Upper Limits Masterclass training, and it was a really successful workshop. And after that, I put on social media, who would like a podcast episode on this and it was a resounding yes. So here we are recording this episode so that you can have an access to the conversation and the distinction of an upper limit and also give you the tools to identify when you might be hitting one and practical processes for how to move through these upper limits. This concept of an upper limit was actually coined by a guy called Gay Hendricks who wrote the book The Big Leap and I've adjusted and adapted this methodology into a practical way you can identify and use it and really allow it to expand who you are and what you're creating in the world and something I dived into on the masterclass and I really want to preface before we go into this is None of this type of work is necessarily about reaching a goal or some imaginary ideal of who you think you should be or what you want to achieve. It is simply the process of discovering, really discovering and utilizing your unique gifts and potential. Because so many of us know that we are not even scratching the surface of what is possible for our life and our potential. But a lot of us don't really know how we would do that. And so the gift of life can be the constant journey of, okay, well, I thought this was my true capacity and what I thought I could achieve. And this is amazing. But then the deeper discovery of your human spirit of like, okay, and what else is possible? And if you have that type of tenacity, that type of passion, that type of commitment, that type of desire to be someone who continually tests the limits of what you thought you could do with your life, then the concept of upper limits is going to be super relevant to you. So upper limiting is really the distinction where you hit an internal thermostat that's usually set from when you're a baby or from your family or some decision you've made about yourself unconsciously. It is when you hit an internal unconscious thermostat setting for how much success, wealth, happiness, love, creativity, joy, energy, you name it, whatever area, how much of that you are allowed or are allowing yourself to truly experience. That is when you hit your upper limiter. It's just like if you drive new vehicles these days, have what's called a limiter on it, literally a limiter that stops you going, even though the car has the capacity to go some ridiculous speeds they put a limiter on it so that you can't actually utilize the vehicle to that speed. Now, human beings, we do the same thing because to some extent, and you're probably asking, but why? Like, don't I want to be successful? Don't I want to achieve my potential? Well, we actually have a comfort zone. We have a success zone. We have an internal thermostat that's set from when we're little where our nervous system feels safe in every area for me, this happened around my career where I thought I could only ever be someone who worked for someone and worked in corporate. And I had set an upper limit for what I could do in regards to my career. And when I redefined and I saw that upper limit, I could create, okay, actually I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to run something of my own. Now, every single level of financial wealth 
and revenue and savings and investments, I've hit upper limits every single time. And as I inch closer to them, I start to self-sabotage. I mean, heck, I used to even run half marathons. I think I was running from something, but I would run and I would train and then I would literally be running. I would do like my 15K morning run. I'd feel really good. And I would get home and I would literally walk the last 100 meters because there was an upper limiter on how much success or how much health or how much energy and vitality I could allow myself. Just some unconscious decision I had made about that. So most of us move through life and we start to know that we have more potential, but we don't really know why we're not allowing ourselves to really, really receive it. Really, this is about giving you an access to understand this distinction and bring more awareness to where you're upper limiting yourself. Where have you said, okay, actually, in terms of my influence and my impact, this is the audience number I'm allowed to impact if you're in business. Where have you said this is the amount of money I'm allowed to spend on myself? There's just these unconscious upper limits. Where have you said that I'm allowed to get a 60-minute massage, but not a 90-minute massage, because that would just be too much pleasure, too much time off. Upper limit. And for me, every area of my life in the last like four years of personal transformation and deep work, or actually it's been like 10 years, but specifically once I had this distinction, I've been really playing with these internal thresholds. And something I love about this distinction is that you start to recreate these upper limits for yourself and you do it incrementally over time in a way that creates sustainable success, not some massive quantum leap and then you're feeling fully out of your identity and terrified. It's actually incrementally over time you're just expanding how much wealth how much happiness you know how many people don't allow themselves to experience joy like the emotion of joy because they have an upper limit of oh yeah but I'm worried it's all gonna disappear or I'm not allowed to feel that we never felt that emotion in my family and so there's just these these unconscious upper limits everywhere in our life and they are the thing that's holding us back from not only achieving what it is you want to achieve, I talked about that, but fully receiving and experiencing your life to the depth that you want, right? In our Ascension coaching program, our 12-week transformation program, this is one of the distinctions we dive into and this concept of receivership. It's not just about achieving all the goals. It's about how can you fully experience all that's here as well. We cannot have what we want until we experience what we have. So many of us, have a lot of amazing things, love, happiness, money that we can celebrate, creativity, yet we don't even allow ourselves to experience. So I'm going to go through a few signs for you to be able to know that you might be hitting an upper limit. So the first one is, and this is for all my high performance overachievers out there, is you know that you appear to be playing. So from an external objective point of view, people look at you and they go, oh my gosh, Bryony is playing. Look at her go. She's showing up. You know that, but you are playing it safe. You are holding yourself back. You know that the game you are playing, whilst it appears to be like you're playing, you are not really playing on your edge, right? That's an indicator that you've hit an upper limit in a particular area of your life. Perhaps you've made some gains recently. This happens a lot in our programs because we 
focus on creating internal personal breakthroughs that lead to external results and people start making amazing gains and they start landing clients and they start making money and they start falling in love with people and they start having better conversations with their family and just feeling more in their skin and self-acceptance and joy for their life and really feeling those gains and wins and then boom the very next thing upper limit steps in ego steps in and suddenly we go into these plates, this space of, yes, I've created all this, but I don't feel worthy of all of this. Like I've created all these breakthroughs, but I don't feel worthy of how much. Again, hitting your upper limiter. An upper limit could also be this experience or this sensation for yourself that you have so much more to say, to own, to lead, to give back, to contribute to others, but you are holding yourself back in the fear of judgment and what other people are going to think. So inside of that, you have an upper limit around your leadership, around your voice, around your capacity to make an impact. There's an upper limit there. And we may project and say it's all about, oh, I'm scared what they'll think and what they'll think. But actually, there's a subconscious thermostat. Oh, I don't matter as much. My voice doesn't matter as much. I'm not really someone who's here to make a massive impact. Like my experience, I'm just here to have a job. No, that is an upper limit, a subconscious decision you've made about yourself. Another huge upper limit, one that I've been consistently transforming for the last two years, is you may experience a sense of guilt around taking time out or taking space for you personally just to rest. Perhaps you're busy, being busy over here, doing all these things, but you know it's not actually productive or actually truly restful. That indicating an upper limit on how much time off you're allowed, how much pleasure you're allowed. I had this in a business coaching program I was in a year ago where one of the challenges was for me literally to go to a five-star hotel and to stay there for no reason. Now, as someone who's very pragmatic and practical, I was like, but there is no purpose to that. But there was a purpose to that. And the purpose was that I had an upper limit around how much pleasure and luxury I was allowed to receive and I had the story that I had to always work hard and there had to be a purpose and I got it as a reward so my upper limit was set that I couldn't just have this much pleasure just for the sake of it and so I really went to work on expanding this and really allowing abundance of pleasure in my life and that completely opened up how much I could receive and how much time off I could have and how much pleasure I could experience. And now on a weekly basis, I really look after myself through so much self-care, through healing sessions, energy workers, massage, acupuncture. But it was simply identifying that I had had an upper limit around just enjoying and just taking time off for the sake of it. So we have these upper limits everywhere. Right, these really these places where we've subconsciously decided that that's enough now, that that's that's enough success, that's enough time off, that's enough creativity, that's enough joy. One of my other favorite signs and symptoms that you may have hit an upper limit is that you start getting some momentum. Right, you start creating results, you start getting momentum. I had this a lot around my health initially and upper limits, and then. You suddenly, maybe you get like a windfall, like you actually get amazing breakthroughs 
And then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, this is just, no, it's all too much. I'm so overwhelmed. Now, this was the story of my life. The big freaking, oh, this life, a life of overwhelm was me. That was me for so many years. It was my emotional home. My thermostat was just ugh, so boring. And it often was because I was creating breakthroughs. I was doing a lot of these amazing programs. I was creating awesome breakthroughs within myself personally, my relationships, my wealth, my health, all of it. And then suddenly I would hit this experience of overwhelm. And I used to think it was because I had too much going on and I'd overfill my calendar and all of that. Now, to some extent that can be true, but really what was really going on is that I had got this massive windfall. For example, we had our biggest, I think at one point we had like a hundred thousand dollar month or something like that in business. It was a huge breakthrough. And then I suddenly was crying in the car to my coach, like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. There was nothing to be overwhelmed about. This was my identity, who I had related myself to being, had suddenly shifted and that internal thermostat had been tested and I was finding a way through overwhelm to bring it back down to where I felt comfortable. So for me, that's a huge symptom and I actually expect anytime I'm going to break through an upper limit, I'm aware and I know that's a sign for me. I know the break down when I'm in that space is ready for the breakthrough and it's just about self-awareness and zooming out and knowing okay this isn't a bad thing in fact this is completely natural I'm experiencing the contraction before the expansion I'm trying to cling on I'm trying to hold on to who I knew I was and then there's always paradigms of upper limits around how we work as well. If you're someone who's always in the grind, you've got to work hard for your money, you've got to hustle, all of that, that's an upper limit. That's often keeping yourself busy and that stuff versus allowing yourself to truly expand out, look at what matters, get the support you need. I had huge upper limits around how much help I was allowed. So I remember when I first hired a cleaner, I was talking to my friends about this yesterday. I had this really weird thing when I was like, going to hire a cleaner, I had this weird concept that I should just look after my own house and I should be able to cook for myself and all of these elements. And whilst that's true and I can do all of that, I didn't want to, but I was almost making myself because I had an upper limit on how much support I was allowed and worthy to receive. And when I saw that, I was like, you know what? I am worthy of receiving support and things I don't want to be doing. They're not my zone of genius. That's not my greatest gift to the world. And now I'm completely congruent in that and anything I don't like doing, I'll outsource. And I'm okay with that. And that was just an upper limit to what I had set for myself around how much support I was allowed to see, receive in my life. So if any of those resonate with you, those are the signs that you are hitting that upper limit, baby, which is a great sign just to run through then often what happens right we're exceeding that internal thermostat and life starts to get really good like oh my gosh this is super duper this is amazing maybe you had a little influx of money you got fit and healthy suddenly find a really good relationship and then unconsciously we start to self-sabotage and do all these little things to drop back to the old familiar place that old thermostat where we feel comfortable safe and in control the control mechanism is huge. In our programs, we talk about messy action because a lot of people want to take action, but they don't want to take messy action. They want to take action that they can control, which is just going to keep you in your thermostat and your upper limit. When we let things get messy, overwhelming, out of control, it can feel like a lot of things. 
right? And the question is, how do we stay grounded in that journey so that we can really expand our capacity and how much we can hold? And this used to happen a lot for me in injuries is I would train, I would start to get really fit. I would be cleansing, detoxing, juicing, all of it, literally start to get really fit. And suddenly I would have an accident or an injury really randomly, you know, freak kind of injury. Suddenly my hip flexor would do something at a gym class or whatever it was. And I had an upper limit on how healthy I could be because when I was in high school and I developed my eating disorder, everybody talked about it and they actually talked to my teachers and things. And so I had this paranoia that everyone was talking about me. So it wasn't actually safe for my identity for me to be really, really healthy because being super healthy and energetic would attract the wrong type of attention. So I had this weird upper limit around that and I had to heal that and go through a process of it's actually safe for me to be in my complete vibrancy, my best health, my best shape. It's okay and it's safe for me to be that and it's safe for people to have some kind of attention towards that, right, which it hadn't been in the past and it's safe for people to notice that I'm really healthy and vibrant and it can look like that. Sometimes in health it can be overeating, overdrinking, overspending. These are all types of tendencies that we can start to do when we've hit that upper limit and those self-sabotaging behaviors start to come in. Another one I used to always do is just start a fight. You know, Delaney and I would just be having the most magical time, best point in our relationship. And I just start a fight just just because that would definitely ruin it. Um, So noticing and bringing a deep awareness and compassion and love because you're human and you're hitting these upper limits to, oh, wow, that's interesting that I'm doing that. And I hope through my examples that you're getting an access to these because sometimes in our program when people initially do this, you know, you can write down every year of life and think about what's my upper limit here? Like, what am I allowing? What am I tolerating? What is my threshold to where I say, okay, that's enough. That's how you see your upper limit. And often when people start this module, they often say like, oh, I don't know. I can't really see anything. I'm not sure I have any. And then we dive into it and I often give some examples and some other people will share in the community. And it's like, oh my gosh, these are everywhere. (laughs) Because your current life, your exact life, if you look up right now and you look at the job and the pay packet you're getting and the relationship you're in and your health and your body and everything, everything, everything in your life right now is just simply a reflection of an upper limit that you've set. That's it. That's all that your life is... Everything in your reality is a reflection of an upper limit. So if you want to expand in an area, you would look at that and go, okay, cool. Well, what have I set for my health right now? Ah, interesting. I say that going to the gym is, you know, three times or being this weight or having this much energy or really starting to look at where you've done that for yourself. And I, you know that I've done a lot around money and our content and our programs, really easy ones, financial. Financial is probably the most like obvious. You'll have a number in your savings account or your checking account or your investments account, or your business revenue across all four areas, that is your finan- your upper limit, your financial upper limit. It'll be how much you're allowed to have in any of those. And so what's happening is the, the brain is subconsciously trying to keep you in that safe zone. And like I said, these could come from your parents, from decisions you've made, from friends you hang out with, from events that have happened. Like you pick them up from your past and from your environment. And the brain is trying to keep you in that safe place in the nervous system. And yeah, it really starts to register that anytime we're above that or we're expanding and stretching outside of that, our minds and bodies start to register as foreign and potentially dangerous. It's like, oh my gosh, 
This is not a good thing. I have been smiling, looking up at the sky for three days in a row. Something bad's really going to happen. And what's pretty interesting at this point is often this is the point where we feel most vulnerable because suddenly we have what we always wanted and we have more than we've ever had before. And that can be terrifying because to some extent we could lose it all. And so suddenly you can become paranoid, overwhelmed, because there's more on the line than there was previously. But something I love to remind my clients and when I work with people is even if you took away all those things, all the accolades, all the success, all the money, all the things you've accumulated, all the things you've said, you know, hung your hat on and said these were accomplishments, even if you took them all the way tomorrow, at the core, you can never take away the person that you became in the process of creating that. That can never, ever be taken away. You could fail at so many businesses, but you can never take away the fact that you learned business skills and became an entrepreneur and developed the mindset, the courage, the relationships, the skills to be a business owner. You can never, ever take that away. And so that's something to remember when we expand to these upper limits, whilst it can feel daunting, it's also the most expansive, beautiful process to discover your potential and also surrender and deeply know, even if I lose all of this, you can never take who I am away from me and who I've become in the process. So what can start to happen when we're in these upper limits is we start to obsess over particular things, overthinking, overanalysis, overwhelm, over, over, over. As you can hear, there's a theme here. Instead of being fully present in the deepest receivership of what is actually here. Because we're avoiding actually being with our life. We're just simply trying to survive, trying to control the whole experience. So you can really start to think about for yourself now, what is an area of life that you're hitting an upper limit? What is an area of life that you are reaching this new upper limit for yourself? Something that you really want to produce a breakthrough in or new results in, but you seem that you can't or you always slide back to the other end. And then the next piece is what tendencies or challenging patterns arise for you? This is really important to understand your own patterns. It's all about self-awareness is what tendencies and patterns arise when you go into that. What reactions do you start to have personally when you start hitting upper limits? What beliefs? What thoughts? What are the things that often start to take you out? So for me, I might go out of communication. It's one of my tendencies. It's a lot of human beings' tendencies. Just avoid. <laughs> it doesn't really work, but we think it does. I might start skipping commitments. I might even say stuff like, oh, I don't really know if I care about that anymore or I'm not feeling that anymore. And I might take my foot off the pedal just before we're about to have a massive breakthrough. I know that about myself. I know that I do that. And so then I set myself up to win. I first understand why I'm doing that. Okay, I'm really scared of whatever it is, judgment, fear. I don't feel worthy of it. And breathe in and invite so much love and compassion to the fact that you are expanding your capacity for how much you can hold in your life. And that's an amazing thing to do. And if you grew up in families that weren't entrepreneurs or didn't, weren't healthy, didn't have healthy habits or didn't have healthy relationships, then you are literally rewriting history for your whanau, for your family, for yourself. That is not a small feat. And so kindness and compassion is really, really important when you're going through breaking through an upper limit. 
it's like, wow, I am noticing, oh my gosh, how much I am self-sabotaging right now. This is unbelievable. And then how can you just invite in? Okay, cool. There's my tendency. I seem to be taking seven days longer to make a decision than it could take 30 seconds. Okay, awesome. What am I afraid of? What's my, the new upper limit I'm now setting for myself? And once you recreate that new upper limit, the identity will move towards that. And I remember when we were starting, we were scaling in business, going from you know six figures to seven figures. And I was so terrified. It was such a big upper limit for me of how much I would have to pay people and having that much money and that many clients. And I had this whole story that if I create more of that, I'm just going to be burdened with more time and burn out and it's just gonna be more of what's been and my brain looked forward in that linear way and was like well yeah it's just gonna be harder basically I couldn't see that it could be easier and my business coach at the time said what if building a one million dollar company could be and actually is in their experience easier than a six-figure company and it was amazing access to be like wow I had been so afraid that if I scaled it would invite a more challenge more burden but really it was simpler and it was easier and the other beautiful thing you can do when you reset your upper limit is actually deciding what that new thing is I could say okay cool actually you know what my new upper limit is a 10 million dollar company now that's going to make your 1 million dollar company very easy and you can choose the problems that you want to have my new upper limit is having so much energy that I just have to channel it somewhere. These are all ways that you can reset and redecide your own upper limits for yourself. And very simple exercise, but it relates and connects into the nervous system. And the nervous system is the part of us that really is how the, how the body regulates and feels safe and where it feels safe. And so when you're setting a new upper limit, something you can do is really choose this new threshold that you want, basically, this new area. One of the easiest ways on that as well is to actually hang around and be with people who already have that because if you can be regulated with their nervous system, for example, if you're trying to cause a breakthrough in relationships and they've got a loving, amazing relationship, like you're already going to be basically regulating with their nervous system and their level of certainty in that area. So that's why community and mentors are so, so important. But what we're trying to do is basically ensure that your window of tolerance right in your nervous system you have your hyper arousal going up hypoarousal feeling lower um, your window of tolerance in the middle where you feel your optimal state is feeling safe for you to play at that point so a super simple exercise you can close your eyes you can choose your new upper limit you can think about where in the body it can where your, where your body contracts when you think about this new upper limit. So it might be like, okay, I'm calling in, you know, hundred thousand dollars invested in shares, and then your throat contracts and your stomach contracts and your hands get sweaty or whatever it is. Using your breath, breathing in, releasing, breathing in. Like in yoga, when they tell you to breathe into the painful point, and they're like, just breathe in air into that space. It's always my hip flexors. Breathe in. You're really breathing in to soften the tension wherever that is. And as your body starts to access neutrality again, and you can soften that, like say it's tight around your throat and it starts to calm, 
It's just, it's safe for me to hit 100,000 invested in my share portfolio, whatever it is. It's safe for me to do X and just fill in that new one and just repeat that out loud like five times and really feel that and regulate that in. It's safe for me to do whatever it is that you're trying to achieve because the brain and the body just want safety. And if you can guide yourself home and guide yourself back to feeling safe in your expansion of your upper limits, that's going to be the best outcome. Really for you to feel safe. And one of my favorite mantras, five minutes every day in complete silence, just repeating out loud with one hand on the heart, one hand on the stomach is, I deserve, I allow, and I receive. I deserve, I allow, I receive. Just repeating that out loud time and time again. Do you really feel that in your body? I deserve, I allow, and I receive. And it's safe for me to fill in your new upper limit. Then put that upper limit everywhere. Put it on your wall, put it on your whiteboard, and notice how much that shifts because you really can change your brain and you can change your nervous system patterns and you can widen that zone of tolerance to really adjust that internal thermostat because it was just a subconscious decision that you made. And then you're just playing that out in life. And you get to adjust and create your new thermostat for yourself. It's safe for me to have 90-minute massages every week. It's safe for me to have a team of three people that support me in my vision and hold me. And really starting to allow yourself to integrate. And like I said, some of the quickest ways also combined with that is to be around expansive mentors that have built that belief system and an aligned community that are living that as well. That's one of the fastest ways to really expand because you're going to borrow their certainty and you're going to regulate with their nervous system and they're already integrated and feeling safe inside of that. So again, when I was like hiring team and hiring support and feeling really like feeling like I was losing control and I was feeling overwhelmed and how can I pay people and all of this fear was coming up and all these upper limits about being an employer and paying people and making enough money and all of that was coming up. It was just, Bryony, it's safe for you to be held inside of your vision and it's safe for you to bring people into this vision. And I had mentors I was working with who had hired a lot of people and had huge teams and they really gave me the guidance and support. And that's really, really important if you're looking to expand because if you keep asking people who haven't been where you want to go, they're going to project all their fears and their sense of unsafety, right? If Otherwise, if they had that, they didn't have that upper limit, they would have the result. And so it's being really, really careful and conscious about whose nervous system you're around and regulating from and whose belief systems you're downloading. That is really how we expand, how much we can hold in our life. And I invite you to go away and do an audit and really take stock of all the places you've set up unconscious upper limits and reestablish them for yourself and go through that guided process to recreate them and repeat every day. It's safe for me to create whatever it is because that's only going to continue to expand. And it doesn't really matter what level you're at. At every new level, they say every new level, there's a new devil. And there really is. So the, the 
process of loving and falling in love with and inviting in and healing upper limits is continued and for me it's just been a continued distinction that I always use and I'm very aware of my tendencies now of what I do when I hit upper limits so whenever I do those things I have self-awareness I'm like okay cool actually we're hitting an upper limit here how can we reset and re-establish what's going on so that we can avoid so much self-sabotage and so much of those loops because it's not that you're going you're not going to do that you're human but it's how can we have awareness kindness and tools to practically shift and make those changes quickly so we don't have to sit in that for so so long so thank you so much for joining see you on the next episode Thank you.